now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Good morning. It's a pink scope. It's a branded scope this morning. Hey, guys, I told y'all throughout the spring um, we would try and no. Yeah, try. Okay, there's no ING on that. We would evolve. I told you we would evolve. So let me just make sure that we are everywhere. Pop, there it goes on Periscope. I'm going to go ahead and open that up so I can uh, check and see if the comments. I'm trying to see if the comments are delayed as you come in. Understand, these are my first thoughts of the morning. These are one eye open, frog in the throat, trying to sit up in the bed, wrestling with the covers, grabbing the journal and the calendar. Because we need to know what day is it. Like, I think it's Thursday. Um, we're going to turn to a blank page in our journal. And as you can see, I'm turning a couple pages here. There we go. Uh, you don't see it, but you hear it. A couple of pages here. Turn to a blank page. Hopefully, we are, we're able to get started. Well, we're started. Hopefully, everything keeps up with us. Let me see here. I'm going to um, do a test comment. I just want well, to see a heart. Oh, good. Okay, let's see. I just want to make sure we've got some sight and sound. So let me just type good morning on there. And yes, okay, comments are coming in real time. I can see the comments coming in real time. Rotten picks, welcome in. I hope you're not about to make this a rotten pick. So again, guys, my name is Yolanda. If you swipe to the profile uh, on the platform that you're on because we're multi-streaming this morning, I'm trying to get used to it. So we're actually coming across to you guys, not only on Periscope, where we have been for the uh, last, what, months or so, we're also now to today, uh, as of yesterday, on coming live as well as on a Facebook page that I have set up for this, as well as our Dryer Bus page, as well as YouTube. Because one of the things that I would often have to do, depending on the content that we were putting out, because I have to spend the next couple of hours or today's after that content, uh, repurposing it and putting it in different places. So we wanted to try the, the multi-streaming. I have not been yet a fan of multi-streaming only because it required multi-devices. And lo and behold, finally on in the mobile rim, uh, while this has been around in a number in the desktop and laptop and uh, rim, you know, in sedentary rim, I guess I should say, um, it's now lending itself to mobile. And it's been there on and off, right? But not necessarily consistency. There was a number of changes. And so we waited and let those things happen until like, listen, and we demanded, we, this is the environment we needed in because I am a, a live blogger. Majority of the content that I do is off the cuff and live in real time. Um, and I'm, I'm mobile with it. So, and having been a blogger for 17 years, um, I've seen the evolution of everything, every platform I've been out there and I'm so excited. So shout out to Restream, which is what I'm using, Restream.io, as well as Switcher. And you guys know I've, I've, I've loved Switcher, but I wasn't able to really use it for uh, how to get out of bed. Under there now, under the, under the bed? <laughs> no, just kidding. So I wasn't able to use it in that capacity. Um, we just basically ran the Periscope with this, but now to be able to come on and talk to you guys. I'm going to watch because it seems like a little bit of the engagement on Periscope is a little bit slightly different. Um, and, but I was looking at, I was trying to gauge it through the cooking show 
yesterday um just to see how we're doing because I don't want to I don't want to lose our organic following that we have on Periscope so I want to know if this causes you guys um I don't know I guess I don't know because I'm gonna just gauge it because I don't think I would do any extra like sharing or anything like that because it was it was an intimate conversation because we talked about how to get out of bed and so we're gonna try it a couple times on the multi-stream and see how that works um but it was kind of a and I don't want to say safe space kind of conversation although it was um I mean I feel safe everywhere online because I've only granted permission to those um who respect the space right so I I feel safe sharing any anywhere but I want to make sure that those that listen feel the same and I think you guys too also appreciate the fact that you could have an alternative platform because there are those of you that had to leap over to this platform from other platforms to kind of enjoy this. So again, like I said, these are uh, journal moments is moments where we realize we've been given another day. We try to find a grateful moment. We try to find a moment where we're going to be of service. We just try to find, I call it the daily podcast of living daily. And I, I just came up with that this morning because <laughs> coming to each and all these different platforms, I had to be mindful of how the title transferred itself around the web, right? So I had to be mindful of the title. And in the one one of those platforms I had to give a description. And um and so I thought about it. I'm like, okay, it's a daily podcast because we do it. This is the only thing that I do consistently seven days a week. I'm like, if I wake up, I'm gonna I will take a few minutes to just kind of come on and say, hey, listen, this is what I'm waking up with. This is what I'm waking up to. This is how I'm getting out of bed. This is how I can't get out of bed. Uh, whether it's anxiety, depression, we know that anxiety, um, we are trying to live too far into the future. We know that depression is we are living too far in the past. We try to live like right now. What is it? Just if we were to take this day, and for those that can't even take the full day, because you know. It, hey, maybe at lunchtime, maybe in the afternoon, maybe early morning. Uh, it, emu boy, yeah, definitely getting some new names in today. So I'm definitely gonna kind of watch and, and watch this thing, see how it goes. Um, that some point during the day, you know, might be your anxiety, might might heighten your anxiety level, get your adrenaline going. We want all that stuff to happen for the, for the good reasons. And and if something is going, you feel that something is going to get in your way, then you want to. Have a conversation. We want to talk about it. And oftentimes I tell people, go back and check the replay, but mute me and just watch the comments because I don't always have the answers. And if you notice how to get out of bed, it could be a statement. It could be a question. So you could come in. You will come in and find some answers. And we start with a blank page in our journal. We try to find an antidote, an antidote for how we're going to get out of bed. Um, I started writing these things down because once we found that we love being truthful, honest and transparent it's like well let's archive this not only will it be archived out here in this very in this long form um i'm also working on compiling it in some form of a publication notice i say a publication because i'm not real sure what that looks like um, a couple things dancing around in my head but as you know i've got a lot of irons in the fire and i have to think about i have to think about how i'm going to archive a lot of the stuff that i'm doing Skeet Dixon. Yeah, I think we're getting trolled. <laughs> I think we're getting trolled because I don't necessarily see my regulars. So, um, but again, I'm excited because I want it to evolve by spring and spring is here. 
and we're on we're on a couple of um larger platforms. So, all right. Um, like I, like I said, on one of the platforms, I had to declare. I had to make a declaration. I had to make a declaration. I'm gonna write down declarations, and I, cause, and why I'm gonna write down declarations because and I have to reach over. If it sounds like my tonation changed, I'm gonna write down. I was gonna write down what I actually declare, but then I think I should just write down declarations. Uh, I'm writing down declarations because I think that we should spend a little bit more time declaring. You know, and whenever I think about that, I think about those who went west. The the what they call not not the final frontier, but the western frontier. Those who declared, you know, enough of this. What's going on here? I gotta I gotta pick up and move. Whole towns used to just pick up and move. And then when they would pick up and move and somebody else would move in there. Because listen, the thing that you're moving from, there's always somebody moving to that. There used to be a television show that came on and it was um people that were moving and somebody they were moving on to something bigger and better and somebody was moving into their space and so they saw it was a cycle. And so somebody created this television show that they would watch these it was three people, you know, the first person would sell, you know, the first person would move. It was three, one level, two level, three levels. So what they decided they would do, the first, the two people, two other people were known. The person moving into the first space was unknown, right? And so what they decided to do was just to kind of chronicle uh, the process. And in that process, even though the people were one part of the, one part of the group would be uh, definitely moving on to something bigger and better. They always had this, these feelings about the person coming into their old space and how that person would change it up. Right. That person would definitely do something a little bit better. And they would always feel bad because that person, they, they'd have to make the space great again in order to sell it to somebody else. And then that person would come in and, and even if they thought the space was great, that person would come in and make changes to it. And they oftentimes couldn't handle that. They wanted the person to move into where they were and live as they lived. Whereas the person might, they came in and they would see something entirely different in it. Right. And I think we go through that, but you have to declare it's time for me to move. We have to make that declaration. It's time to move. It's time to move on. And I think we have, all of us have a hard time doing it. And case in point, this multi-streaming, I have two very close, um, online friends that moved into this space a while ago. They were okay moving in. They were okay rehabbing it when they got here. They were okay dealing with all the changes and all the adjustments. And I was like, I'll wait. I seriously was like, I'll wait. I I I don't have time for it. I have a I have a certain productivity level of which I like to deal with. I'll wait, right? And uh and, and every now and then they let me know what's going on in the quote unquote neighborhood or happening in the community. They added me to the community. They're like, you can be a part of the community anyway. Even though I really never had anything good to say about it. I'm like, I don't like that multi streaming. I don't like being on all those different platforms. I just want to be on one at a time, you know. Cause and I tell them I say I have a learning curve when it comes to adjusting all this stuff, especially if it changes up what my what my normalcy is, what my productivity is. Especially 
especially if it's going to require a lot of change. And it did. It required a lot of learning. I'm like, I don't have every day to come in and learn and adjust to something new every day. It's like, no, I'll wait till the neighborhood settles. Right. And I did. Because I knew that I knew because what one what's one of the days that we had in talking about how to get out of bed was I knew my flaw. I knew my flaw. And you know what? I, I think my Periscope peeps are a little bit confused because we're doing some we're using some branding as opposed to our uh, pink audio scope. <laughs> so let me see if I can. I don't even think I can. I don't think I can even adjust. um the Periscope. I'm gonna have to come back and just do an announcement for them because I my uh hey Kamala, my Periscope peeps are used to seeing the pink audio scope, and they're not used to seeing the full on branding. But also, let me say, if you are looking at your screen on this audio, is you see real life. We are brought to you by Real Life, uh, a supporter. It's a production, a musical that's going to take place. Uh, in Atlanta over the weekend. The fact their opening day is possibly, yeah, tomorrow. So they're having the last day of their rehearsals today, and I'm pretty sure everybody is going through it. Um, but I want to shout out to them, and you guys have seen me play uh, different parts, uh, different parts on that as well. And uh, so I wanted to put them on the screen as for their support because their support is one of the reasons that we are able to evolve. And that's Marietta's new theater in the square. All right. And I'm getting a battery one. I could have sworn this thing was fully charged here, but not on what we're not on the device that we're on. It's on another device that I'm, I'm listening, monitoring the conversation. Okay. So you have to make some declarations and I had to make some declarations. It's like, look, it's time for me to go and move to this new, new neighborhood. It's time for me to go and move to this new community. Even though I'm talking this morning to absolutely entirely different people, I'm letting older people, old, my old neighbors know, Hey, listen, I got something new going on. You have to make that declaration. And a lot of times that will, if you heard what I talked about, it was, it was new. It was different. It was forever changing. Um, there were some of my needs were met. Some of my needs were not met. I had to, adjust it took a lot of adjustment to go ahead and be okay with this right it, it I had to declare look at that thing it's got a title look at your screen it's got a title it's got a link it's got my picture on it it's got it's got a sponsor <laughs> okay that's some serious declaration that's just not your average pink scope periscopers that's just not your average pink scope it's not just us you know, it took some convincing of others to say, hey, listen. So, and in order to do that, I had to declare. When I when I was going to um, broadcast this also on YouTube, I had to declare a description. What is this thing? Well, it's a daily podcast about living daily. About daily living and living daily. It's just daily. Not only that, it's daily. You mean you're going to do this every day? You're going to do this seven days a week? I'm going to do this as needed. As time. Hey, Carolyn. I'm going to do this as time needed when I find out that I have been blessed with a new day. So that's, that's, that's a lot of declaring, declaring that I'm the one to do it, declaring that I have been through enough to talk, declaring that I'm, I'm the, I can be the keeper of the community. All of those were declarations, whether I came into them with full on confidence, willing or force, whether I just kind of took on a little bit of the responsibility, all of the responsibility. We make declarations every day, all day long. 
We, my, my daughters, I got two daughters, very known for standoff. Oh my God. They can't, if I say, let's do this, they can't move quick enough for me ever. And good morning. And it, it never changes. They can't move quick enough for me. And I'm like, oh my God. And I tell y'all, and it puts my nerves on edge to absolute no end. It puts my nerves on edge to no end because I wish each and every time that they could move as fast as I could. I'm telling you because that's how I do. And then I might not move as fast as they do. But I'm telling you, that's it's all. Let me see if I can tweet from over here. What happens if I do that? I don't even know what's going on, y'all. I'm trying to I'm trying to learn these comments. Um, so but in all of what we do, we make declarations. You make a, whether you have made a declaration or not, you make you make you made a declaration not to make a declaration. You are declaring everything. I was watching um somebody shared a TED talk. I was trying to watch it, but then I was like, I can't get through this one. I love that TED talks are, are short, but that one I couldn't even get through it. But what she was going on to say at some point, she was gonna get to the point, but she was talking about body language. And the narrative she was using to give us a lesson in body language, I kind of got bored with. So I didn't get, <laughs> that's me. I didn't get all of it. But those are, she was talking about communication. And you can, you say something, you say stuff, whether you say something or not. Latoya Michelle, welcome in. So you say something, whether you say something or not, right? You, you're speaking every day, all day long, whether you open your mouth and say anything, you are making declarations. You are declaring all day long, every second of the day, you are saying something, whether you're saying something or, or not. And people are making assumptions. And maybe if it's not even an assumption, if you're not saying it, they're probably assuming, right? Good morning. They're probably assuming, and I'm glad I do have Periscope open because this other thing is just not lending itself to come. Oh, there it is. Yes, it is. I'm, I'm make a lie out of me. Even though we all said good morning, I thought it was the same comment, so it's a different comment. So hopefully you guys will see the comments on other platforms as well. But so whether you speak out loudly, whether you speak confidently, however it, you are declaring, whenever you come, whenever you engage with others, you're letting your presence know whether you're letting your presence know. I can say this. I can give these antidotes all day long, right? Right? You are in the race whether you're in the race or not. You are, it, whether you declare, you are declaring whether you declare or not. And so why is it, it, it and I'm not going to say why is it not. It's better if you use your voice. It's better if you say it than allow it to be said. Okay, it's better that you, um, rather than allow the assumptions to happen, it's rather that you control the narrative. Just like Beyonce. I love when people say, man, Beyonce secretly dropped this, that, the other overnight. I'm like, overnight? She just told you she'd been working on this for two years. That, I'm like, and then, and but but she controls it, y'all. She controls every part of it, Right. It's like, everybody was like, Beyonce just overnight dropped the song. Like, she just ran in there and did a whole album. You think she did a whole documentary? I want people to understand. Did you, do you not see the intent, how intentional it was? Yes. I mean, what, oh my God. It, it, I can't understand how it is that people can watch this. 
she was filming while she was at Coachella. She was filming before. She was processed. Somebody, that means that the entire time that she was pregnant, she had to be having these meetings. She had to pull the team together. This is why you can't get accomplished what you're trying to accomplish because you keep trying to do it overnight. You think this stuff just happens. That means in the process of incubating twins, Okay, and she said in the documentary, you know, that that wasn't even a planned pregnancy. As much as she'd been trying to get pregnant, I'm like, okay, I don't know about that one. And sometimes, you know, Beyonce is a show must go on. She's a showgirl, showgirl born into show business, right? She was born, okay, the daughter got a little bit of talent. She was going to usher, her, her usher them and her friends in the show business, and that's all we're going to tolerate. You can tell that kind of lifestyle went on. So... All of that, her everything has been the show must go on. And I, I wish it hadn't been because she's a little too mechanical on the show, -ness, show business side. For me, I worry about that uh, a little bit because she seems to be uh, a little bit less emotional than I'd like for a woman to be, right? So let me see. Uh, they aren't paying attention. Her whole life is part of her brand. Whole life, Carol. I'm Caroline. Good morning, Gloria. I was hoping you'd come in. I hope you guys recognize we are using some, some branding and not the average pink scope that we've been doing. So I want people to go back. When you, when you hear, now mind you, this is what she did. She declared, she declared this thing confidential is what she declared, right? And everybody that worked with it had to declare it confidential. Because first thing she had to do was to go and get the licensing done, right? Um, I'm, she had to invite the deal, not even the invite, the major deal to open Coachella. Okay, we're going to open Coachella in a year and a half. I got to incubate these babies, right? She said herself, she said she was supposed to do that a year prior. But she had to incubate those babies. Good morning, Glory. She had to incubate those babies. So she had to literally put... Coachella off a year. So that gave, that bought her more time to plan the, the epicness of it, the that she was able to declare, I want, I'm going to make this a real history making moment. First of all, she had to go and license. Uh, if y'all didn't hear uh, all that at Maya Angelou, you don't just, you don't just recite Maya Angelou. You don't just perform my, you got to license that. Okay. And all of this in the passing of Maya Angelou. So, Dr. Maya Angelo, you got to go license. You got to pay somebody. There's a lot of checks being written, right? And you better know, ain't nobody signed no checks without an NDA. Like, you can't talk about this. I'm going to license the same way she did with Formation when she went and got the, the, the young lady's poetry. She licensed the young lady's poetry. The young lady over there living off a good check and ain't can't tell nobody. Like, girl, you, you seem like you coming up. She can't tell nobody how she coming up. She can't tell nobody that Beyonce done bought all her poetry and about to make an album off of it, and it's going to be revolutionary, right? Same thing with, with um, this HBCU. She, she done went to these HBCUs, done pulled these students together, right? And they done signed these in there. They can't tell nobody. Like, where you been? They've been at rehearsal with Beyonce all week, okay? They're getting on planes and traveling, going to fittings, all that, getting costume designs, you know, she licensing music and instruments and all this kind of stuff. And the HBCUs can't nobody say nothing for two years, y'all. And she incubating these babies and she going to have these. Not only that, while she playing at Coachella, you know, this thing with the husband, you know, we don't go on too far with this mess. 
right? I'm tired of having to write these songs about all this crazy-ish going on with us. We're going to need to do a vow renewal. So I'm going to incubate these babies, okay? <laughs> I'm going to have these babies. We're going to have a wedding. And then I'm going to go do Conchella. And we're going to document every inch of it. And go get me a Netflix deal. And the question is, did she want a Netflix deal? Well, I think she stopped working with HBO because now she's all up in the protest mindset. Oh, I can't come back to HBO because y'all tripping over there. But yet at the same time, she went to um, she went to Netflix. And don't think, don't think that this woman, as cognizant as she is trying to be about the struggle, don't think the Monique thing didn't have nothing to do with that, right? Don't think she ain't went behind Monique because you ain't going to come up in here with all of this uh, Dr. Maya Angelou up in there and this Netflix deal and discount the whole Monique thing. Everybody got a good damn deal after Monique blasted there. Let me tell you, the whistleblower always walking away with nothing. Y'all better be mindful and respectful of the whistleblower. Okay, because when Monique blew the whistle on them and then everybody else starts saying, yeah, they had a horrible deal for me. They had a horrible deal for me. They had a horrible deal for me. Netflix went out and created a whole brand called um, Strong Black Leads. And it's like, okay, we're going to change up this narrative. Every, give everybody a good deal, a good damn deal. Go and create this uh, Facebook page, this branding called Strong Black Leads. Go over to Netflix and every movie that has a black character, whether they are a lead or not, create a movie poster, create the algorithm so that when black people, uh, if and first of all, wait, too many of them cancel their subscriptions. Go get a deal where everybody's going to get Netflix damn near free, right? They made it free with your phone service, right? Let me see here. Title will be will be a video streaming service next. It is because um they had there was some event that happened just recently that you could watch. Oh, the, was it the Nipsey Hustle? The Nipsey Hustle Memorial. They were promoting that you could watch that on title. Okay. Yeah. She won't need exactly. That's what I'm saying. But and that's what I'm saying. This stuff is already in the works. And let me tell you. Let me let me give them some advice, okay? It's hard trying to do an independent streaming service. I tried to do one. I tried to do a Netflix 10, 10 15 years ago, maybe 10 years ago. And coming to the table with black filmmakers and, and like they need they they need more than distribution. Their concern was they need the money to do the projects and a less title is going to match what these people are getting at Netflix because Netflix is doing the deal early enough where they have money to go and make the project. Um, that's something that's coming out of this because used to be, because it was, you had to go and develop the whole entire project then go to them just for the distribution. You'd be surprised at some of the places that would, were funding projects. Hell, Starbucks used to fund projects, right? And I mean, like, they would... Because there was a distribution. Starbucks, when they opened, was a distribution stop. If you had music, you could get you could get some grant, some good money, grant money, whatever their funding sources were, money for them to go do your project, and they would distribute it in their stores. Because they, at the time, had, was opening all these different stores, and they were promoting them as distribution. We're going to put your CD right there on the counter. Right? You could barely get your cup of coffee for all the shit that Starbucks was selling. Okay? So, and I hope, I'm sorry for the language, not safe at work. 
All right, put your earphones on. Right? So, all of this stuff has to be thought about in your declaration. So, you better know that she pulled out her journal to a blank page. And she says, okay, I got, I got, I'm going to do Coachella. I'm going to incubate these babies. I'm going to get this man in order so we can start back doing some good music. Instead of all this, you cheated again music. You really don't love your family music. I got to go out here and compete with these side chicks to get your love music. I got to get all on the limousine floor to, to get you to see me, even though the entire world sees me as their most sacred. I need you to come on with the sacredness too. So we're going to incubate these babies. We're going to have this wedding. We're going to document all of this. So hopefully when we go back out on tour, we have something better to sing about. I'm going to try to do something different, right? I'm going to go get this. I'm going to license this this work, all the works from uh, Dr. Maya Angelou help out her, uh, not that she need it, right? Uh, we're going to go ahead and get Natty Monique done blasting Netflix. Let's go ahead and negotiate with Netflix because they, they, don't, they don't like what Monique is saying. They sure as hell ain't going to like what Beyonce would have to say if you try and give her a bad deal, right? So she got her deal. And plus, she wants to break the internet because, you know, y'all done went out there and helped, uh, uh, oh, God, blindfolded. Sandra Bullock, yeah, <laughs> we done broke the internet for Sandra Bullock. And let me just say, there's not as much conversation about Beyonce stuff as there was. Um, it, it's in that HBCU realm. It's on that level, and we need to see it. This it needs to cross over. I think, and, and no, I don't. I think, I, from a marketing perspective, I I know that what she wants to happen with this. Is the same thing we saw with the television series, A Different World, The Cosby Show. This is supposed to propel everybody like, wait a minute, because the PWIs are winning. Let me tell you, honey, the predominantly white institutions are winning because of cost. Ain't nobody got no $60,000, $70,000 to go to the HBCUs. So hopefully they're, they're about to make some money and get some, some um, um, what's it called? Wait a minute. Endowments. Okay. Hopefully the endowments are flowing in, sparking all of that so that the cost can be reduced on HP. See, the other thing of, of making declarations is you gotta want some outcomes. And a lot of the problem a lot of times we don't even we don't even have an outcome. We don't even want anything. That's the worst part of life running into a person. Want something, y'all. I'm gonna write that down. Want something. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Beyonce didn't just do this. Think about it. She made a declaration. She had two years to work on the stage. She didn't drop it overnight. She had two years. She had more than two years because remember the invite came in a year prior. So she had maybe three years to do this, right? And she realized, well, you know, hell, that HBO, the thing we did with Lemonade and Formation, that worked excellent, right? So let's do that again. You duplicate what works. You duplicate what works, y'all. So the outcome that she wants. And the thing, sad part about it is everybody's talking about it and not talking about well, what's supposed to come of this. I want us to get to a point because when you get to a point where you, you, you asking that question, well, what's supposed to come of this? That's when you no longer have a problem of getting out of bed, right? That's when you no longer have a problem of getting out of bed. When you got some some, when you got something to look forward for, look forward to for two whole years, you don't have a problem getting out of bed. 
She walked into rehearsal where she said 218 pounds at the delivery of her babies. And like, oh, man, I got to get back. I got to get back moving around. Now, all that stuff she she went without, I'm like, oh, Lord. Okay, that's re- that's the reason why all of us don't look like Beyonce. All right. That's the reason all of us, because all of us ain't, ain't working out like that. Right. You mean you I mean you want me to work out and not eat? Where they do that? You're going to go. You finna go into all these rehearsals without carbs. Where they do that? Right. OK. Just to get back to the thigh gap. Damn a thigh gap. I'm like, damn. <laughs> and I still think that thigh gap is a little bit aided in in the costume. But anyway. I mean, I just, I, I just love her. I just love the work ethic. I love the foresight. Foresight. Let me write that down because you can't make a declaration without some foresight. I know everybody out there playing. What's that? What's that other thing? Fortnite. But we talking about some foresight right here. Got to have some. Got to want something. You got to have some foresight, right? So while we are just now watching the documentary. And realize, oh, damn. I mean, I want y'all to look at the Kim. When you watch the documentary and compare it to Coachella, uh, whereas when it aired on Coachella, she didn't necessarily control the narrative of what of the performance was to be shown. So the camera might have been on the wrong thing during the actual performance. But if you look at how she framed, how she had her crew frame the performance, I love the fact that I saw the big girl. Okay, big girl was over there throwing down. Right. I love I love the way she framed the performance. It wasn't all on her. It was on all these different elements because she knew she wanted to derive. She she wanted she declared that I want this outcome to come from people seeing this person, people hearing this sound. Right. So it doesn't even sound like if you do it side by side, I guarantee you somebody's going to do a side by side of the way she frames her Coachella performance in the way Coachella framed her performance, same way she framed her Super Bowl appearance, not in this one, but in the way NFL framed her Super Bowl appearance. See, that's why I say you have to control your story. But in order to control your story, you got to know how you want it to end. It might, it's gonna, it might end entirely different, but how do you want this to end? Uh-oh, we took what end, I mean, right ending. Right, remember, because we always talk about an extra strategy. How do you want this to end? Oh, you didn't think that would be an ending? There's an ending to everything. All right, there's an ending to it all. So, in this lesson, this Beyonce, obviously, let me write Beyonce. Let me put Beyonce on here so I know when I come back that I um, got that homecoming from her homecoming. Because, like I said, I'm not a great note taker, but I need I need a couple of keywords, right? Um. But think about that. So she has in her mind an outcome and don't think, don't think that those eight, that they didn't create endowments at those HBCUs for which she borrowed the bands, the band members, the dancers, the singers, um, those that she sat down and wrote with. Don't think that they didn't create endowments. Don't think that after this, that now those institutions can finally really come out now and talk about her involvement there, the fact that she, not the fact that she rehearsed there or she uh, did a casting and this and that. Oh, wait till the names start going up on the buildings. Wait till the names start going up on the music departments and they start start naming, they find out. Because um, when you go to these HBCUs and you go to the endowment page in their, in their booklets and, 
and in their fundraising. And when you see that at the top of those lists are majority non-black people and that they, they live off of money, though they continue and thrive from money that don't come out of black communities, right? Not even, not even in the tuitions, right? That money comes from all these different sources. Um, the United Negro College Fund, which supports HBCU education, right? Uh, go try going to some of those events. I just had to stop going because I'm a live blogger. I can't even be live blogging this because it's kind of despicable what's going on up in here on how hard it is to get some money out of us to get us to be truly philanthropic. I got tired of seeing the same people write the same checks. I'm like, because we don't seem to understand that in just giving a little bit of smaller money that we can give, that putting our money together, that's some black people ain't going to ever get that. So just stop with it. I ain't, I'm, 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 I'm exhausted with it. I don't even try it anymore. Black people ain't going to ever get together and put their money together. Can we just stop that right now? I'm, I don't even, I'm going to declare that a waste of time. I have already declared it a waste of time. It's just not going to happen until you find your tribe. I, now, notice I said that until you find your tribe. The problem is black people keep thinking it's all black people. And it ain't all black people because if it was all black people, we wouldn't be here in America. Okay? So find your tribe. All right? And y'all get philanthropic. And y'all go and make um, make your team. Remember we talked about your I-team. Find your tribe. Find your tribe. Stop trying to do it with all black people because all what well, they say, all skin folk ain't kin folk. Because if they were, when we would not be in America, we, there would not be a need for a diaspora. We understand the value of Africa. Okay. All right. Ooh, that rhyme. Put that down. Somebody can have that. Put that in your bars. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> but I love the fact that, no, no, this is the part I want to know is I want to hear people ask her about what, what is the outcome? What was she trying to achieve? What is she looking to see happen five years from now? Because you don't document, you don't document this kind of story. And, and you notice the way she told the story. She told the story as if she was talking into a damn iconic cassette tape. Now we know the evolution of sound at this point. And I'm like, damn, did she record this on a damn cassette player? Because that's what it, it sounds like. But what most, she, she recorded it, she recorded it, uh, it sounds like, the audio analog, it sounded like we're in a digital realm, right? She sounds like the end. She made the interview sound like old analog, old scratchy analog. And I was like, first I was like getting mad. I'm like, damn, what can they just girl, just come on, talk to us. But then again, I had to go into my inner, you know what I'm saying? Like, wait a minute. Okay. She, she doing something here with this. She done made this thing sound like old analog. Um, um, oh my God, y'all. I'm trying to, what is it? The number, like the albums, you know, and all that kind of stuff. She made it sound iconic, even if it is, even if it doesn't become, right? Because that's the outcome. That's the ending that she wants. She had a, she, she had a declaration in the beginning to get, to achieve the ending in the end. And, and part of that declaration, part of it, part of the outcome is having people think that she just dropped this overnight because if you, my D and D on, let me see. Hold on. Things are ringing in my ear. Hold on. There we go. Okay. All right. Part of the thing that her th thinking that she dropped this overnight tells you that the veil that she has on her projects is still there. The NDAs worked. 
Because everybody's like, whoa, Beyonce's dropping this Netflix. Beyonce's dropping this Netflix, right? Honey, I'm telling you, make sure you look at what she de- what she's declaring. That goes back to the value thing. Let me, t- if I turn back one more page, let's apply yesterday to today. Storyteller, vocalize, vocalize your needs, value, shame, right? And, and yeah, we have shame in there because you can't talk about value without talking about shame because there's so much shame that's going on right now in society that is, is decreasing the value. So she came, she knew what the value was. She knew what she needed to declare. She knew what, she knew what the ending was. She knows that this thing being out there, um, the HBCUs can take this and, and it, 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 what's that word? Exemplifies the excellence in HBCUs. Now I'm going to tell you, band camp is coming up. All my band parents out there, all my HBCUs, you better know, come football season, the PWIs are going to be on point. Now, they done already been the coach of vultures and appropriation and all of that. Some of the best band videos circulated in 2000. I don't know when y'all will hear this, but in 2018, uh, some of the best band videos had us doing a double take like, wait, wait, who was when, when did they get drum majors? <laughs> so you better know everybody coming to band camp is going to have some Beyonce HBCU moves. As I take a sip of my lemonade, um, you better know, you better know everybody band competition is going to be stiff. Uh, battle of the bands, all the high school bands at the end of, is that at the end of the year, the beginning of the year? Everything, everything's about to be up level. Um, some people are watching this for entertainment purposes. Some people are watching this for all other kind of purposes. And let me tell you, but if you are watching this thing and you are not thinking futurism, oh, write that down, futurism. I was listening to an interview the other day, and they always try to talk about futurism. There's a lot of conversation that go on in this world that don't that just don't even take into consideration the thoughts of African Americans. With without having without thinking of ripping those thoughts off, and they always want to think, well, where are black people in futurism? Let me tell you, honey, black people been living in futurism since day one because we live for the day. We live for the day of freedom. We live for the day of true freedom. That's futurism, if if anything. The fact that I'm gonna go ahead and go through wither these storms of today just so that I can see tomorrow, that is futurism. I'm gonna teach. I'm gonna go ahead and. Survive today so I can make it to tomorrow so I can get another day. Faith is waiting one more day. That's futurism every day. Faith is waiting one more day means no matter what happens to me today, no matter how bad I feel, I'm going to, Lord, I'm going to keep letting the breaths come in and exhaling. I'm going to keep believing and I'm going to keep trying because I know tomorrow you're going to give me a better day. Right. And then I'm going to, before I even think that all this stuff that's on me today, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see where in it is my fault. What have I done? What did I not believe in? Where did I lose? Did I lose my faith? Faith is waiting one more day. That's futurism. So when you look at this thing that's going on with Beyonce and the HBCUs and the fact that you think or feel like it happened overnight and you think that you can't get nothing done because you got to get it done overnight. There is nothing that happens overnight except for a good night of sleep 
or a bad night of sleep for that matter. There is nothing that happens overnight except for a good night of sleep. Write that down so that you can know that. Declare. Let me declare that there is nothing that happens overnight except for a good night of sleep unless you work at night like I do and then you have a good day of sleep, a good morning of sleep. I'm just saying. So you'll know that you still have a chance if you just get out of bed today, no matter what you're going to get out of bed and step in, no matter what you're going to get out of bed and have to deal with, go ahead and deal with it. Cause the soon, as soon as you know, and as soon as you deal with it, you're done. You can check it out. Okay. I'm aware. I'm aware that that's a flaw. I'm aware that that's a problem. Here's what I can do. Cause if you can't do nothing about it, then you can't do nothing about it. But if you are sitting over there procrastinating and not wanting to do nothing about it, you don't want to exhaust. Let me tell you, honey, take, take my all. If, if this is what it takes to get that done, take it all. I don't mind starting over. Cause I'm going to tell you there's something in the release y'all. There is something in the release that will propel you forward. Dropping dead weight propels you forward. Dropping pain propels you forward. Dropping ideas that don't work propels you forward. Letting go of people holding you back is going to propel you forward. Giving up the idea that you can't do it alone will propel you forward. Giving up the idea that you shouldn't trust anybody is going to propel you forward. Trust somebody. Trust a process, find you a person to trust, a process, start with the person in the mirror first, right? Because when you trust yourself, then everybody else like, that's a trustworthy person. Because when you take the risk yourself, then others will see it. They can't do nothing but respect it, whether they are afraid to come along with you or not. All you know is it's easier to move forward. It will propel you forward. Declare it today that you what want something. First and foremost, declare that you want to go forward. Say it if you haven't said it out loud. Say it to yourself so you know what that voice sounds like. Because there's a whole lot of voices in our heads telling us that we can't do stuff. That we ought not to do stuff. That we ought to be afraid of this, that, and the other. Because it, this happened to that person. And this happened. Listen. Declare it. I want to go forward. I want to go forward. Know what your voice sounds like. Declare that you want to go forward. Okay. Well, it's a whole bunch of hindsight out there that you could then make your foresight. But you got to know what the destination looks like. What is the ending? So that you can know along the way what the accomplishments look like. Waking up this morning, whether I have thrown these covers off me or not, I am live. I am talking this thing out. I am walking this thing through. Know what the destination looked like. Know what the ending looks like so that you could check it out. Beyonce was able to check it out. Okay, I don't incubate The date to do Coachella is set. Get me a camera crew. Get me a choreographer. Get me a nutritionist. Okay, get this husband of mine back to the altar and let's get some more vows because the first vows obviously ain't mean a thing. Okay, let me incubate these babies. Okay, come on, let's get these babies up out of here. Let's get this journey started. The next phase of this journey started. Okay, let me see how I look in this costume. Let me get, let me take, take all this stuff out my diet, right? I'm like, come on, y'all. Don't you ever, don't even think to this thing that something have the only thing 
happens overnight should be a good night's sleep so that we can wake to whatever we consider morning, whatever time zone you're in so that we can get out of bed. And if you didn't get that good night's sleep, go back and figure out why. What's keeping you from getting a good night's sleep? Because you might think, don't nobody know, but everybody knows. Everybody knows. Okay. Now, and then think about that. Wait, everybody knows and nobody reaching in to help. Somebody's reaching in. Somebody done said it a million times. Let me help you. How can I help you? How can we support you? What you got going on? What's going on with you? You're different. You're changing. You didn't come to this. You didn't come to that. Why you stopped doing this? You were hearing them questions all the time, but you just don't know what the answer because you hadn't declared, okay, well, I'm not going to do that no more. I'm not, I'm not going to do that no more. Hey, listen, this is me. This is what I got going on. And if somebody can't look at it, can't be around it, hey, that's fine. They ain't going to do nothing but propel you forward. Because you're going to stop trying to be with the pack. And where's the pack? In the back. It, it's the, let me tell y'all, there is no density out front. There is no density among leaders. It's no density, honey. It's plenty of room. It, there's plenty of room. Futurism, as I hit this stop button and tell you to get out of bed, what does your future look like? What is futurism for you? Is it the next few minutes? Is it the next few hours? Is it the next few days? Is it the next few weeks? Is it the next few years? I just want you to have some semblance of futurism. I want us to get out of bed. That's the first step to the future is getting out of bed. If you already got out of bed and you still don't know how, you still don't know why, you want to go back, all you can think about, I can't wait to get back home and get back in my bed. That's not where it's happening. I know I'm doing an amazing podcast from my bed, but I got to get up. I had to get up and go get these devices. I had to get up and go get, find my headset, get something to drink, go to bathroom, as, as uh, Jennifer says. Thank God we got to go pee, okay? I'm just saying. But what does the future is? What are the outcomes? Don't think that Beyonce don't have some amazing outcomes on this, her next deal. All right. Maybe, and maybe she got some more Netflix coming. Notice that she moved from platform to platform. And uh, Carolyn was mentioning that title, you know, that maybe that testing is out. They guess what she just did. She just got up. Well, not all of, I don't know how, we don't know what the numbers are looking like. Cause I, I'm not seeing enough conversation on my timeline uh, about it, but she just acquainted the Netflix audience with the fact that they could, they could have all this access to Beyonce. So you think that the next one, if the next one ain't with Netflix, wherever that next one is, you don't think people, if they enjoyed it, I fast forwarded through it myself. Cause I was like, I ain't, I don't too much want to hear these songs, you know? And I hate that. And I hate that she has to go back and that's just me. I hate that she now has to go perform these songs because they quote unquote popular because we know now it represented some real and bad times in her life, in her marriage and her family. Right. And, uh, and, and the fact that she was competing with trying to compete, outdo the side chicks. I hate to see people trying to outdo the side chicks, right? That kind of thing. You know, I hate that they have to be known for the Becky thing with the good hair, you know, and all that kind of stuff. I hate that she had to stop her per genius. Uh-oh. Oh, no, that's that device. I, I thought I cut off. I, I was monitoring another device. I hate that she had to stop her per genius and even do some of those things. But she done declared that she's back. She done declared that she wants uh, us to watch this thing and to get, she wants our buy-in better than wanting. Um, foresight, having the foresight to plan all of this and not, not the hindsight. She didn't say, oh, Coachella was a good performance um, 
let's go find some footage. Hear what I'm saying on this one, y'all. She didn't say, oh, Coachella worked out. It just worked out. So now let's go back. Go go see if we can buy some footage from Coachella. Oh, uh-uh. she was like, I, I would do Coachella, but I, w- I want my own camera crew. I, I need this. I need that and the other. And she got all that. She got ev- Hopefully she got everything she asked for. We don't know that, right? So she had the foresight to document the entire process of getting ready or preparing herself for the show. Now all she has to do, well, in that foresight, she knew what she wanted the hindsight to be the ending, okay? What what awareness she wanted to bring, right? So take and borrow from that. Man, this is a talk, if ever there was one. Y'all might see me doing this talk on stage somewhere because I done jotted these notes down. And futurism, futurism, futurism. There's so much futurism in this thing because it's going to develop the mindset of those that will watch this in the future. Because if we don't continue to be our storytellers, if we don't continue to control these narratives, and they're already changing up the history books, okay? All right, on that note, y'all, let's get back to some more futurism. Let's go work these futures. Go work your futures. Let's do what we do best. And that is get out of bed. Oh, before I go, thanks again to real life. Opening uh, 24 hours after this broadcast, a little bit more than 24 hours after this broadcast, Atlanta gets a hip opera on stage in Atlanta and Marietta at Marietta's New Theater in the square. You see it uh, in this broadcast. Uh, Also, if you are going to want, if you want to enjoy the replay, I will post this on all podcast platforms. More and more approvals are coming in of where where our podcast can land. So I'm going to launch it. I'm going to go over to Anchor and launch this as an audio podcast. It's going to be, if you follow, we got a podcast out there called Buzz It or Bash It. It's where you're going to get uh, How to Get Out of Bed, uh, the Becoming Michelle Obama podcast, as well as uh, Buzz It or Bash It podcast, where we come on, we talk about, well, dang, Buzz That or Bash It, what was that, right? And I'm not even about, uh, look, don't get that beehive on me. The beehive ain't coming over here. I ain't asking you to buzz or bash Beyonce at all. I think we just need to learn from uh, the amazingness of how she pulled, how she and her team, and all of those, congratulations to everybody that got a chance to work with her on this project oh my god amazing i know there are some proud parents out there see think about all those different layers you know you don't sit your kids to these schools and getting this arts you like they want to do this music stuff you wonder like man now we owe all this money where is this music music stuff gonna take them let me tell you thank you for pouring into your young people and, uh, and I know that there are some parents out there that are just ecstatic. I know their households have, have viewing parties looking for a glimpse of this one and a glimpse of that one. I know that feeling when you have children that are ambitious like that. And then their, their, their ambitions come true because you declare that you were going to pour into them. So and shout out to everybody that's uh, just doing a doggone thing, you know, doing your thing, your thing. You're doing your thing. I appreciate people who are doing their thing. All right, and let's see, any others, any others? Again, we are multi-streaming. Um, shout out to the mobile option that's now available on Restream.io that allows us to use one device, multi-stream on multi-platforms. I'm so excited about that because that means as I head out into the city today and this weekend, I will be able to uh, launch content 
all over the place. If you want to learn how I did this, I'm pretty sure there's some how-tos out there. I may do a how-to. I'm not the how-to person. Dealey Inspires comes in and, and I'm saying goodbye. Girl, please don't invite nobody. <laughs> well, you can invite. They're going to, there she goes. That's what she does. She comes in and the first thing she does is invite followers. But I'm going to let them enjoy the replay because I do need, I need to go get with Dealey uh, uh, in a sidebar because I need to, to declare some things with D Lee because I want something. She's got the foresight to help me get to the destination all about the futurism. Uh, she can rock it just like Beyonce. Uh, if you are an author, so go and definitely get with D Lee. I'm going to go get with D Lee because, uh, this book, how to get out of bed, how to get out of bed is about to become this book for all of you that are coming in under D Lee's, uh, invite, uh, please enjoy the replay for those of you on, YouTube, Periscope, and the Facebook pages. Thank you all so much. I got to come back on Periscope and do a pink scope just to let everybody know that we are coming on, coming in now under the new branding so that they will be able to find the podcast. Cause I know people are checking my timeline. Like where's the pink scope? Where's the pink scope? So I got to let them know. Uh, I got to introduce, I got to introduce the branding again. Thanks so much to the support other podcasts from Marietta's new theater in the square. Hey guys, let's practice some futurism and let's get out of bed. Go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. <laughs>